Hello, and welcome to From the Newsroom, a podcast production of Monroe News in Monroe, Michigan. The following are headlines and articles from the Monroe Evening News, forerunner to the Monroe News, as published during January 1921. The wages paid farm workers during 1920 in Michigan were the highest in the state's history, the workers receiving 130% more than they did 10 years ago, or 86% more than the standard five years ago, according to figures compiled from the Associated Press. One of the very important factors in the cost of producing farm products is labor, just as it is prime consideration in the cost of production in the industrial world, said Vern Church, agricultural statistician. The cost of this item to the Michigan farmer is raising his 1920 crops from the 25 to 35% greater than in the previous year. City of Monroe Safety Inspector Greenhaw is trying to obtain a huge Navy searchlight to be placed on top of the Second National Bank building to aid in the city's drive against crooks. Director Greenhaw inspected the roof of the bank building and found that such a light could be installed there. Tyler Green, superintendent of the Fire and Police Alarm System, will recommend such a light in his annual report. The light which Director Greenhaw is offering would throw its glare more than 10 miles. Police would be stationed on the roof of the bank building. News of a robbery would be flashed to every institution in the city by means of the light. A Monroe man was arraigned before Judge Root in Circuit Court Monday afternoon on the charge of manufacturing whiskey and pled guilty to the charge. He was given 90 days at the Detroit House of Corrections. The man's home, two miles from Temperance, was raided last week by officers and a still, a barrel of mash, and five quarts of corn whiskey were confiscated. It is said that the man has been selling the whiskey to parties in Toledo. At the time of the raid, a son of the man was also arrested, but later was released as the father took the blame. At the annual meeting of the Monroe Cornet Band held this week, several officers were elected, including Samuel E. Mills as president. The name of the band was changed from the Monroe Cornet Band to the Monroe City Band by unanimous vote, the members also adopted new bylaws and a constitution. The Monroe Cornet Band was founded in the year 1860 and was known by that name until it was changed at the meeting this week. The band now has 30 members. The membership has greatly increased during the past year and the band has made fine progress. In the last year, the band has bought new uniforms and instruments. A case of smallpox was reported to the city health officer, Dr. Bryce Miller, Thursday afternoon, the residence on Winchester Street is quarantined on this account. The newest factory of the Hemeter Cigar Company at the corner of East 2nd and Kentucky Avenue was opened Monday, and the work of manufacturing the famous Hemeter Cigars has begun. About 50 girls are employed at present time. The factory is one of the finest in its kind in the country and has all the modern conveniences which go into the making up of a first-class factory. And finally, due to the great volume of business which they have had since they opened their store at 107 East Front Street November 1st last year, Kramer Brothers find that they have outgrown their present quarters and have leased the large store next to their present location and will open Saturday with a complete line of ladies ready-to-wear apparel. The new store will be devoted exclusively to ladies ready-to-wear. Carpenters are now busy getting the store in shape for the opening Saturday. The two stores will be connected by an archway. A new lighting system is being installed. All the lights will be along the sidewalls and will be hidden from view. The only lights that will be visible will be the floor lamps. The new stores will have three ladies' fitting rooms and a restroom. Kramer Brothers has leased the entire building at 107 and 108 East Front Street, and hereafter it will be known as the Kramer Building.
The brothers, beside handling ladies ready-to-wear, also carry a complete line of men's and children's fashions and have jewelry and notion departments. Kramer Brothers also operate stores in Adrian and Clinton. You just heard some of the headlines in the Monroe Evening News as published in January 1921. For today's headlines in audio format, listen to Monroe in a Minute at noon, 3 and 6 p.m., Mondays through Fridays on Rewind 94.3. Narration and audio production by Paula Wethington for the Monroe News. This has been a podcast production of the Monroe News in Monroe, Michigan. Find us online at www.monroenews.com, on social media at Screen Name Monroe News, and in print seven days a week.